Yes, it's back with a brand new episode, you feel me? Welcome back to the Toxic Castellanity Podcast. I am your host, Broadcasting Live from the most toxic place on earth. And you already know what it is, Boogie to Booty Baby, a.k.a. El Toxico. So, September is coming to an end. And I am... I am not lost, nor am I found. Um, I don't think, well, not think, well, let me rephrase that. For a while, I don't, I felt like this podcasting wasn't my purpose, wasn't my calling, and yet, watched a video from, you know, one of the goats of the YouTube era of of things, Hot Damn I Rock. And I got to be better. You know, I feel like this podcasting may not be my calling in life. But I do eventually want something of a platform to help people and to talk and build and make relationships. I do not want to write a book because I'm going to leave that to the professionals. But if I do decide to like put out a book, I do want to put the... poetry emotion out there for like a poetry book and maybe even like a a little taste test of the music I produce it's just like so much that I want to do and I feel like I'm putting so much on my plate that I can't finish it so I've decided to fix a new plate and I'm not going to have thousands of helpings of everything. I am going to take my fill on one thing and then I'm going to keep doing it until I find the thing that makes me happiest. But I do enjoy the podcast. I do enjoy being on stereo whenever I can and I know that I don't give you guys enough content And I love you for listening whenever you can. So, now that we got all of that out the way, I went through a lot this month. This month alone, you know, from... My cousin, who was a my younger my younger my younger cousin on my dad's side of the family, you know, who was a who who was in the navy, who was who wanted to be a firefighter. From him passing away and to finding out that 
my first cousin on my mom's side of the family having an overdose and her passing away. So I kind of just been, I kind of just been chilling, you know, I've been chilling. I've been staying up with a whole bunch of uh, current events and I've been reaching out to like a lot of people. Uh, friend and ex alike. If you are an ex who didn't, who I didn't reach out to, for a reason. Um, not that I don't care about you. It's time that we shut the door on a lot of shit. And today's episode, it just feels like I'm going to give closure to everyone and everything. And then when, and then when the end of the day comes, I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to feel new. I'm going to feel happier because I've let these things go. I'm letting go of hurt, pain, torment, torture, all of this shit that that I felt while we were either friends or while we were dating and whatever the case may be, right? I am no longer apologizing. I am no longer going to let the choices of a breakup dictate how I act towards you. Because simply put, I never chose to go where the grass was greener. I never chose to be to be with someone else above you. But, you know, that's how it goes. And that's how it's going to be. You know, I've been, I've been the bad guy, I've been the good guy, I've been the guy that's in between, you know. I've always wondered why I was never fully happy in my relationships with these people. And and then, you know, being away from, from stereo, clubhouse, anchor, and uh, the green room and everything like that. All of these apps to where you got to network and put people onto your podcast and all the other good stuff. I've... I've learned that I wasn't happy in these relationships because I wasn't happy 
And having someone repeatedly tell me, I can make you happy, I can make you happy, give me a chance, give me a chance, give me a chance. And then you realize that no. I'm not going to give you a chance with me. I am not going to give you the opportunity to blame us not working out on me when I you know, did the adult thing and told you that I did not want to be in a relationship. I am not happy. I am not this. I am not that. And then when it all boils down to it, a lot of, you know, a lot of the women who do appreciate a man saying that, you know, I'm not shit. I don't want you to wait for me. Because I don't want you to block whoever's supposed to be in your life and treat you right. And so that's where I'm at. I don't want anyone to be in my life because I don't want them thinking that I'm like this and all be all of a of a great guy. I'm not. Maybe at one point I was. Maybe at one point I was happy. I got over I got over Wyoming. Right? Then I got over Utah. Then I got and there's just so much to get over. And then when you get over it, you sit there and you don't want a relationship. And I am talking to the single ladies who feel like the dating pool is dense. And I'm talking to the fellas who feel like the dating pool is fucking dense. You went through all of that work. To make yourself better. And now. You got every motherfucker in your inbox talking about. You know you ain't never given me a chance before. And I I just want a chance. And then you over there like. What the fuck makes you different? Right. Right. Because that's the one thing that everybody wants to fucking know. What makes you fucking different? A lot of motherfuckers is over here. Oh, I bring this to the table. Fuck the table. Fuck the table for a fucking minute. Fuck being ahead of the table. Fuck acknowledging that you even got a fucking table. Really ask these motherfuckers 
who's trying to be your person? What makes you different than everybody else? Because like now, right? I can say that if anybody wanted to be with me and I said, what makes you different? I can say Marilyn was a manipulative piece of shit, but I knew what the fuck she was, right? Compare her to fucking Wyoming, who I didn't know shit about. And then when it came down to it, she's the victim everywhere. And it's just, you know, I'd rather be with the manipulative piece of shit than the motherfucker who low-key is, who plays the victim when she makes half the situations the way that they are. Right? Some of us don't want, I wouldn't say we don't want a healthy relationship. We want to know how to handle a healthy situation when it comes down to it. And in some people, they would. Some people, they wouldn't. But that's what it is. We done fucked up a whole lot of motherfuckers. Because, you know, as men, some of us chose not to go to fucking therapy and we chose to go to another woman and we fucking her up and then she fucks up the next guy and then so on and so forth. It's a never-ending fucking cycle of fucking hurt, pain, and masking all of this because why? Sex is supposed to fucking fix it all. All right? I don't care how some of you fix your issues because that's none of my business. What I do care about is what you do to the next person who wants to be with the person that you're fucking over. Because they have to deal with the pain and the anger and the anguish and all of this other extra bullshit. Right? They gotta deal with that. They gotta deal with the fact that you decided to let a good woman slip away and now she's fucking doubting her fucking worth. She's doubting herself. She's wondering why she's not fucking enough. And then nine times out of ten she really was enough. And you what a piece of shit that wasn't enough. Hmm? Funny, ain't it? So while we're all just sitting there having a grand old time, and you just see the one woman sitting by herself who doesn't want to be bothered, bro, don't fucking bother her. Because it's like it's like the quote said. I'll tell a motherfucker he's not ready for me. And he'll assume that I'm talking about sex. That's coming from a woman. Bro, when it comes to some of these women, if you're not ready, don't knock on the fucking door. 
Like, don't knock on her door. You better go. You, you, bro, you might as well just go to the fucking community pussy and call it a fucking day. Because that woman whose door you're about to knock on, she wants you to have your shit together. Now, she don't give a fuck about your money, what you got in your pockets, what you wear, your, what you wear on your fucking body. It's what you can fucking bring. It's the type of fucking archetype of fucking person you are. That's what the fuck she likes. If you're not the archetype that she wants, bro, go to the community pussy. Buy our OnlyFans page. Do whatever. But don't fucking think for one fucking minute, bro, that these fucking women are going to be fucking fooled by what the fuck you by what the fuck you got in your pocket, right? Say that for the blue jazz bitches. Because the type of woman that you the type of woman that you're trying to knock on that door, bro, she was raised on love and not fucking survival. She's not you. And she'll probably never be you. She'll probably never understand why the fuck she's showing you love and you don't know how to show that shit back. She's getting tired of that. Those are the type of niggas that she's used to. And the type of bitches that you're used to is the type of bitches that'll let you run the fucking street, be a thug, do, you know, do gangster shit. Bro, I'm not here to tell you, oh, yo, do your gangster shit. You know, let your gun go off. No. I'm here to let you the fuck know. Leave that good woman alone, bro. Especially if you're not going to make her feel like she enough. And you know what? This goes to some of the women, too. Leave that dude alone. If you, if you're not going to be enough for you, because all, because all you're doing is continuing the fucking cycle of, all right, I'm a hurt ass nigga. I'm a hurt her and she going to hurt this nigga. And then this nigga going to hurt this bitch and all this and so on and so forth. So why the fuck? Are you even remotely trying to do all that? Why? Because, you know, you're trying to, like, show up to your boys that, like, oh, like, this is what I do. Like, I could still get, I could still have a relationship and still get bitches. Bro. Eventually, you got to grow up. We are not, you know... 21, 22, 23 anymore. Right? Some of the dudes who were were doing that, they got daughters. And they want their daughters to be with someone that's worth the fucking damn. And everybody's over here just 
I hope I have a son because then I'm going to teach him the game. Bro. All these women who got sons. And and I mean the women who are over here like raising their sons and saying and not saying, you know, your daddy ain't shit. Or the men are trash because that's what because that's what some of because you know, again, ladies, that's what some of you do. And fellas, we're no better if we over here saying bitches ain't shit, but we're raising daughters. Like what kind of mental illness is that, bro? I'm not gonna sit here and and say, yo, I hate all these bitches, but I love my daughter, bro. You have to understand that, like, yo, your daughter's gonna grow up until like into a woman. Now, what kind of woman she grows up into is the type of love that you give her. You know what I mean? And so a lot of men are going to be like, oh, I don't know what to, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? And ladies, and allow me to get something off my chest. Okay. I know I joke about women a lot, but I don't hate y'all. I love to learn from you, get love from you, show love to you, and appreciate the experience you've you've given me. But some of you need to understand that you gotta let that hurt go for all them other men that fucked you up. You know, I'm not that's how I feel. All right. So So now that I got that out the way, and what we got about like eight minutes left into the shit until like until I call it until I call it a good until I call it a good. So so the situation that again, you know, like I said. In the last episode, you know that one of my younger cousins died. And at the beginning of this episode, I told you why I was gone, pertaining to that. And and also the fact that losing my oldest cousin on my mom's side of the family. Like, this shit is hard, bro. The one thing I can truly say is that I got a dope-ass support system. You know, I got I got people who want to see me do good. They check on me. You know, and other people, they don't. Other people feel like I'm supposed to be available when I'm grieving or trying to grieve. And I am here to share this with 
everybody who feels like your grieving doesn't matter. Get the fuck out the lives. Just get the fuck out. Just, just know that it it gets hard, right? It gets fucking hard, and everybody's just like. What's so hard about it? When you don't see people for a long time, and then, like, you don't get, it doesn't dawn on you that that's the last time you could see somebody until... You just sitting there and then like the mood is dying down a little bit. You know, the laughs and the hugs and shit are still going on. But when you really think about it, you're just like, damn. I really don't want this to be the last time I see my cousin, my brother, my sister, my aunt, my uncle. Like, you don't want that feeling. And who fucking knew that the last time I would see any of my cousins would be at a fucking funeral, right? Because, again, the last time I saw my cousin B-Dot was at our uncle's 50th birthday, again, Pictures, laughs, smiles, we were doing all of that. And at the same time, we we didn't know that was going to be the last time we was going to see each other. I was hoping to see him a lot more, honestly. I was hoping to see him as a dad, as an uncle. I don't get that opportunity. I don't get the opportunity to to make him a role model for my kid. If I ever have a kid, I don't get that opportunity. The same thing with my cousin Joyce. Last time I saw her was at my grandmother's funeral. The last time I spoke to her was the beginning of 2020 when my when our uncle passed. You don't ever think that. You don't ever, like, feel like it's the last time. And that's why, like, a lot of people who I, who know me, and I I feel like I have to tell them that, like, yo, I don't, I don't want to die. Yeah. You know, like, 
I used to have suicidal thoughts. I used to want to kill myself. I used to sit on top of roofs and fucking and fucking just sit on the edge. Hands out ready. But you know, and I, I mentioned hot damn I rock in the beginning of before like before everything got rolling. And he said it. He said, and I'm probably gonna like I'm probably miss uh I'm gonna probably like miss a couple of things and skip certain shit. And I do apologize to the man. He pretty much said that when when it comes down when it comes when it comes time, you know, like we really ask for when you have bad thoughts about you wanting to die, right? He said that he was like, this is what you asked for. But he was like, it's situation day. He was like, everybody wants to, he was like, the one, the people who want to kill themselves, they want to live. And I can say, I've had my situation day before. Had a gun pulled out on me. And that day forward, like, I just knew that, like, it was so much to live for, even if, like, half the time I was upset with no reason to be upset because I got to see another day. And I do, I'm happy that I do get to see other days when I wake up and I want to continue to see other days when I wake up, you know, like I want to be, a, I want to be a dad. I want to watch my children go, but that's always been my fear. My fear was always dying and leaving my kid alone. I don't want that. I truly don't. So, I'm not going to sit here and promise and say, oh yeah, I promise you I'm going to be better. I'm going to try to. I am going to try to like live my life as, as best as possible. You know, like... I love my family, I love my friends. And I and yo, and I wanna go to like and every single one of my friends, I wanna go to their weddings, bro. All right. I wanna be the drunk I wanna be the drunk best man to be like, hey, I remember this one time and then niggas gotta snatch the mic away from me. I want that. So I want, even if you listen to this and, you know, you've had thoughts of suicide, bro, right? Reach out to somebody. You know, like, even call the suicide hotline if you have to. Just find a reason to live. Find a reason to why life makes you happy. You know, find your purpose. 
do it because we can't fix each other. Right? Because you can't fix the people around you if you're broken yourself. So you so you might as well get the formula, fix yourself, and just tell everybody how you did it. And with that being said, check on your strong friends. And I'll be back. Same toxic time. Same toxic channel. Same toxic app. Same toxic podcast. Take care of yourselves and each other. I'll holler.